You're listening to Kyle Warren. Well, you know, it should be a pretty regular, simple kind of affair to have the President of the United States go give a speech to a joint session of Congress. But I got to tell you, folks, the more that we find out about the President's upcoming speech, supposedly to a joint session of Congress, which really won't be a joint session, it's not a State of the Union, obviously, but yet... Even many members of Congress are not going to be in Washington. There's going to be a few select people who are going to be invited to come. Folks, I got to tell you, how long has Joe Biden been in office and he can't even get over to Congress to give a speech? Really? Stay with us, folks. All right. Welcome everyone around the globe and across the net. It is... The Friday slash weekend edition. That's right, folks. It's the day of the week when we keep you entertained and informed a little bit more than we do throughout the rest of the week. That's even humanly possible. And as always, we do our level best to send you off into your weekend with a smile. Oh, thank you very much. A singing host making his contractually mandated and obligatory appearance here on the broadcast. Folks, welcome to the Friday slash weekend edition. It is Friday, April the 23rd, 2021. And boy, this, well, April has flown by. It, it really has, um, you know. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's because Easter came so early this year. Uh, it just, here we go. We're almost into May and uh, we're almost going to be six months into the year here of 2021. It's really flying by and so much is happening and I'm glad to be with you here on this Friday slash weekend edition. Quick program note, I will be a guest later on this evening on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program with Salem host Captain Matt Bruce, of course, and all that emanating from his flagship station of AM860, The Answer, there in Tampa, Florida, uh, with the program going out along the Salem Media Group of Stations, also along the GCN network as well. The Captain and I will have a complete wrap up of all of the day's political events, uh, breaking news, um, uh, other news that you're not hearing about perhaps in the mainstream media. So you definitely want to tune in and uh, simply go to kylewarrenshow.com. There you can listen to this program, but you can also pick up the links to listen live to AM860, The Answer there in Tampa, Florida. All that happens 11.05 p.m. Pacific, 2.05 a.m. Eastern Time, and we hope to see you on the radio tonight. And thanks once again uh, for listening to this program uh, today as well. Okay, we'll talk about Joe Biden's speech here in just a little bit. But first, well, we've got to actually have a lot to talk about. Uh, we've got a great uh, audio clip from Newt Gingrich uh, as well, uh, talking about uh, the uh, uh, the speeches that were given recently after the Chauvin trial um, uh, verdict came out and so forth. And Newt Gingrich, former speaker uh, Newt Gingrich, uh, has a very interesting take about that uh, that you don't want to uh, you don't want to miss. Uh, but before we get to that, let's. Talk you about this uh did you know that caitlin jenner has now said that uh she is going to run for california governor in the recall this from usa today 
Um, and um, this is quite uh, quite a, a, a big announcement. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner is now announcing a bid for California governor. Uh, she, of course, the former Olympic turned transgender activist and TV real, reality TV star, has declared her intention to run for governor in the looming recall race to unseat incumbent Democrat Gavin Newsom. And I, I will say this. Now, I think Newsom and and company are I think they're really terrified about this about this recall. I I don't think they look at it as a stunt. I don't think they look at it as a long shot. I think that they're very serious about that. Now, of course, in California, there is no doubt that there are more Democrat voters than Republican voters. That's precisely the reason why we have a monoparty system in the state of California. Um, and what's even more terrifying than that sometimes is people say California is going to be the model for the rest of the nation. <laughs> well, of course, you know what that means. Monoparty rule. And and what are we seeing? Well, we're going to pack the Supreme Court. We're going to get DC statehood. We're going to get two more senators. Uh we're you know, we're we're going to eventually simply control it all. And it won't matter if you're a Republican or not. In fact, you don't even need to show up if you happen to get elected on an outside chance to something. You won't even have to show up. That's what they want for the rest of the nation. But that's sort of what it's like here in California. But thanks to some very intrepid individuals, including Tom Del Beccaro and others, um, we're on the road to a recall here. And so this is quite good. But back to this USA Today article on her website launched Friday. Jenner says, quote, I'm in, unquote. Uh, she goes on to say, California has been my home for nearly 50 years. I came here because I knew that anyone, regardless of their background or station in life, could turn their dreams into reality. But for the past decade, we have seen the glimmer of the Golden State reduced by one party rule. See, there we go. Caitlyn Jenner knows what I'm talking about, uh, that places politics over progress and special interest over people. Sacramento needs an honest leader with a clear vision, unquote. So this is uh, really something. Now, here's here's where it's all going to, uh, uh, it's, I think we're going to see some real controversy here. Caitlyn Jenner, of course, uh, has uh, uh, been very supportive in many ways of Donald Trump. Lifelong Republican, according even the article, uh, uh, talks about that. Um, but um, And so Trump, the Trump uh, part of this is going to come in big time. Um, because I think Caitlyn Jenner had said uh, a while back, you know, you got to trust Donald Trump, you know, that kind of thing, which things are going to get better, that kind of stuff. And uh, so they're going to try to paint Caitlyn Jenner with this uh, broad brush. But I actually don't think that that would be uh, necessarily a bad thing, because I think people now in retrospect, they're looking back at the Trump administration. They're seeing exactly what the Biden administration is all about. And I'll bet you anything that a lot of people in California, even people who are, uh, you know, considered uh, consider themselves Democrats, uh, they're going to say, well, wait a minute, maybe we do need some of that kind of, you know, daring do or common sense uh, of Trumpism. Uh, in our in our state today. So I don't think it's going to be as much of, the, of a negative as those who are going to uh, go against Caitlyn Jenner. 
Now, again, there's maybe are there going to be others are going to throw their hat in the ring, uh, one might think. And so we will see. But this is a quite an interesting development, uh, uh, very, very much so, uh, because Caitlyn Jenner has star power. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner may be able to uh, to uh, to, you know, break through a lot of the a lot of the political noise. So we'll see. Uh, very interesting start to what could be a very, very interesting and contentious recall in California. Leo Terrell, though, was also asked, um, I understand, I heard him in an interview earlier today. They asked him to, uh, to uh, uh, or some uh, individuals had asked him, you know, consider running for governor. He says he doesn't want to do that, doesn't have a heart for it right now. But can you imagine? I think he'd make a great governor, too. You're listening to Kyle Warren. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits through the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETs can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all of your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETs helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million in benefits. To find your nearest AMVET service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Hey, I'm going out to buy those shelves for the closet. Oh, will you pick up 800 lumen bulbs? Honey, I love you, but 800 more flowers? You'll give the neighbors a real reason to think we're wacky. <laughs> Not flower bulbs, light bulbs. Come on, Dad. Lumens tell you how bright a bulb is. Our 60-watt bulbs give off about 800 lumens. We can replace them with new 800 lumen bulbs. Bulbs just as bright that use much less energy. So, we'll save money. Yes, and we can use that money to increase my allowance. Right. (laughs) Wise guy. Worth a try. So, you got that? Got it. No tulips, no watts, 800 lumens, and more savings. He got it. Lumens, the new way to shop for light. Learn more at energysavers.gov. That's energysavers.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Energy. After a long, hard day in the rough-and-tumble world of politics, open a tall, cool Kyle Warren show. Ah, that crisp, refreshing taste. That smooth style. That effervescing attitude. And without all that other stuff that can, well, bog you down. Helping to put back what the daily media assault takes away, listen to The Kyle Warren Show weekdays right here on this station and visit the website at kylewarrenshow.com. I'm Ron Edwards, host of the Edwards Notebook. Class is in session with the professor of politics, Kyle Warren. Yes, it is. And thank you very much, Mr. Ron Edwards. Appreciate that liner. We're going to hear from Ron in just a little bit with an Edwards Notebook a little bit later on. And folks, welcome to everybody listening on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, also on Podcast Republic, our podcast home of podbean.com. We're glad to have everybody with us. And you know what, folks? We keep going up and up and up. 
just like the music is doing right there. And we have you to thank for that. Thanks to everybody who's subscribing to the program. People are checking in. Uh, people listening to us uh, in Texas, uh, in California, Oregon, Washington, uh, uh, also uh, uh, Massachusetts as well. And uh, so all over the map, we're getting people uh, who are chiming in uh, to the program. We really appreciate it. And uh, great to uh, great to hear from you. Um, okay, so as I mentioned uh, before we went to break, um, you know, after the Chauvin trial verdict, and uh, that's the verdict, and uh, I'm sure that they will have uh, have an appeal. Um, it's it, because again, our legal system has to play out. It has to play out. Uh, there's just no doubt about it. And, um, of course, uh, I'm glad that there weren't uh, major uh, disruptions, major riots or anything like that um, on the scale that we've seen in the past, obviously. Um, but it was interesting uh, after after the verdict, uh, some of the things that uh, President Biden had said and so forth and other political leaders, other um, other, um, you know, entertainment people or sports people, stuff like that. Well, Newt Gingrich um, was uh, on uh, Fox News and uh, he was uh, talking about this this very thing um, it, and, and related it quite well, I think, to the idea of the way that a country like China, Chinese Communist government, um, as other uh, uh, governments in the past, like the Soviet Union, for example, would want to be able to uh, have a, a propaganda war, essentially, against the United States. Uh, so let's listen in to hear what Newt Gingrich has to say. Let's listen in. Joining me now, Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House and Fox News contributor. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me tonight, Newt. I'm delighted, and you're talking about a topic that was made, I think, even more relevant by the speeches last night by the President and Vice President, by the tweet today, by the Secretary of State. You know, <clears throat> the Chinese Communists don't need a propaganda department. All they've got to do is show film of Biden, Harris, uh, and others who themselves condemn the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's amazing to watch as Americans do the bidding of the Chinese Communist dictatorship. Uh, and if I were Xi Jinping, I'd seriously consider closing the propaganda office and just selling film of American politicians who attack America. It, it's truly astonishing. And that's another contrast with the Cold War. Uh, other than people like uh, Bernie Sanders, almost nobody in the Cold War thought the Soviet Union was good. Today, there are billionaires who love the Chinese dictatorship because it made him that rich. You know, and it's disgusting to me. So there you have uh, Newt Gingrich there. I, I think what he's talking about um, is so on point because, and I, I appreciate that he mentioned Bernie Sanders and how Bernie Sanders, uh, even back in the day, back in the 80s, you know, was lauding the Soviet Union. You know, and, uh, you know, all kidding aside, I mean, if you're just going to talk about, well, you know, people get to go and join the orchestra or something like that. Wow. Well, that's well, that makes up for everything. Uh, you know, we knew exactly what the Soviet system was about. We knew exactly what the Soviet Union, uh, what it was like to live there. Um, we knew exactly that the people there uh, were subjugated in the, in the most cruel ways in, in so many cases. Um, of course, the general history of the Soviet Union. I mean, all of that. And, 
And I'm so glad that Speaker Gingrich points this out because today, you see, you know, I always thought, you know, Bernie Sanders, when, when I when I heard the things that he said back in the 80s, even, for example, as I was talking about, I always thought, well, gee whiz, well, that's a non-starter in American politics. Nobody believes that it's good uh, to loud the Soviet Union. Nobody's going to sit there and say, you know, the Soviets had a better system and all this kind of stuff. And that would be a non-starter. You would not be viable in the in the U.S. political arena. Well, all that's changed, right? Thirty-five some years ago, right? That's all that's changed. And the fact that now, now the 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 big geopolitical threat uh, that's even greater than obviously than Russia would be at this point, and all the moves that Russia's making via uh, vis-a-vis Ukraine and so forth right now. But even with uh, with China being literally our biggest geopolitical foe, and yes, we buy a lot of stuff from China and all that. I know it's all intertwined, but they are our biggest geopolitical foe. And yes, they do want to make sure, I think, that the United States uh, is degraded in so many different ways. Um, but now it's a much, much different kind of a thing. Because of, that, of those economic ties, you've got... Um, for lack of a better expression, you know, entertainment or business, sports, opinion leaders, basically, um, who are never going to really uh, say to themselves the way that they some might have done, their counterparts might have done 35, 40, 50 years ago about the Soviet Union. It's just not going to happen. And so that sets us on a very, very dangerous course. And so what the speaker is talking about, you know, if he was Xi Jinping, just shut down the um, uh, the propaganda office because everybody over in the, in the U.S., they're, they're just doing it for you. And it's very, very concern, concerning. It's very, very concerning because what happens next um, is really going to tell the tale for how the you know the history of the earth is going to go at some point you know i'm not trying to be too grandiose but but gee whiz i mean if you continue to degrade the united states i don't mean by insulting the united states but by actually having a degradation of um the uh, the influence of the united states as a force for good in the world um a degradation of the u.s uh, as an influence economically in the world um if you continue to help stir up or allow to be or cheer on the notion that somehow the united states is a systematically racist horrible place to live because again somebody's getting something for this they're gaining something for it and when those gains are made uh, you know, and the U.S. has been degraded, um, we may not be able to get it back any anytime soon. You know, so this is, again, a, a massive, massive issue um, that's when you all, and again, this is all part and parcel, and this is what is so infuriating. This is all seems to be part and parcel of the Democrat Party elite, the left in this country, deciding that hey if we just if in fact i talked about this a little bit on the captain's america earlier uh this morning um you know it's we've heard the idea of scorched earth where you know you're retreating back uh and you just scorch everything it's the scorched earth uh, policy so that when you're the enemy comes towards you they have nothing there's nothing there and this kind of stuff 
Well, this is like in reverse. This is scorch everything as you move forward. As they are, um, you know, trying to get to their goal, um, they're willing to literally just destroy everything in, in their path. Because by doing so, and this is why it, that this is why it's a wholesale, um, you know, attack on American institutions, American history, uh, police, law enforcement, generally speaking. I mean, how can you possibly have anybody like AOC say it's time to abolish the police? I mean, this is ridiculous nonsense, and and everybody knows it. Everybody um, it, it understands this, you know, fundamentally that it's wrong and it's completely out of kilter. But yet, as a political weapon, well, sure, then it makes perfect sense to the Democrat Party elite because they are literally willing to do anything at this point. And I'm not trying to be, you know, out of uh, out in orbit somewhere. I'm, I'm simply saying, what other conclusion can we possibly come to? You create the border crisis. Um, you, uh, you know, again, continue to go down this path of America is bad. It's fundamentally flawed and, and all this kind of thing. Biden and company, Biden and Harris, they're not trying to lift people up. They're not trying to give people hope really of any kind. They're trying to stir up problems. Um, and in fact, most regular people across the highways and byways, no matter what color they are, they, they don't harbor these kinds of, they don't harbor animosity. They, they, don't, they don't believe that, that America is bad. They want opportunity and people are good and they want to live together in peace. Unless, I guess, you're Joe Biden and his company, they want to do whatever they can to make it just worse. Okay, quick break, folks. Stay right there. Back after this. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. A short time out, then back with more. So stay right there. Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. Stay tuned for the Edwards Notebook right here on The Kyle Warren Show. So now, the leftists want to surveil you morning, noon, and night. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. They want to watch you when you go to church. They want to stare at you everywhere you go, including the store. They want to see everything you do. Also, the ravenous extreme leftists want to watch you, unless, of course, you are a member of Antifa or Black Lives Matter burning city buildings to a crisp or a thug robbing and shooting unarmed urban residents. Just under the guise of domestic security, if you believe in and support the United States Constitution, you will be targeted by the leftist-oriented government officials who think of you as a terrorist. Yet at the same time, they will ignore bigots who abuse patriots and Christians as well as straight men. Congressman Adam Smith of Washington State said that people opposed to big government and believe in taking back our country from the elites should not be allowed to serve in the military. There is a reason that those on the political left want to watch your every move and dictate who can or cannot serve in the military. It's called a demonizing dictatorship. Do you miss President Trump yet? Hmm? I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Listening to Kyle Warren.
All right. Welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as uh, we continue racing through, rocketing through this Friday slash weekend edition. And, and um, you know, if you like what we do here, if you're new, if you like what we do here, uh, we do encourage you to consider subscribing to the program. Also, uh, sharing the program on your social media. Uh, and uh, we'd sure appreciate it. Uh, helping to get the word about the show out to uh, your friends. And uh, uh, we really do uh, uh, hope that you can do that. Uh, as we uh, continue along here. And uh, so now, before we listen in to some of my parents, as is our Friday slash weekend edition tradition here on the program, to some of my parents on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program from earlier this morning, uh, let's take a look at this story. This from Daily Mail. Uh, Joe Manchin, Senator Joe Manchin, a Democrat, of course, urges Biden to focus on, quote, conventional infrastructure. Now, when I say the word infrastructure, um, Typically, that evokes the idea of roads, bridges, you know, stuff that, you know, the infrastructure, you know, how about, you know, pipes that carry water, you know, and that, that kind of stuff, sewer uh, connection, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, that's not what the Biden administration thinks that it is. It's infrastructure is literally whatever the Biden administration wants it to be. So this from Daily Mail, West Virginia, West, West Virginia, let me try that again, West Virginia, <laughs> Democrat Senator, Senator Joe Manchin on Friday called for, quote, a conventional infrastructure package um, focused on traditional brick and mortar projects, throwing up an obstacle to Joe Biden's plan to spend $2.3 billion on projects ranging from electric school buses to labor programs and broadband. Uh, quote, what we think is the greatest, what we think the greatest need we have now that can be done in a bipartisan way is conventional infrastructure, whether it's water, sewer, roads, bridges, Internet, things that we know need to be repaired, be fixed. Unquote, the influential West Virginia Democrats said at a press conference Friday, quote, why don't we take the greatest need that we have uh, and do it on something that we all agree on? Unquote really oh wait a minute is he talking about finding common ground is he is he talking about finding bipartisanship is he talking about common sense in order to try to fix the roads and bridges and sewer systems I th i'm sorry that just won't do that's just not acceptable and the reason why it's not acceptable because it means that joe biden can't go and biden harris i guess maybe we should say always biden harris um, they can't go crazy with the spending on stuff that isn't stuff that we can all agree on that needs to be repaired. You know, um, it's it's really it's really interesting to me, of course, because the United States is looked at as being obviously such a, a rich, quote unquote, nation. But yet so many of our roads and bridges are falling into disrepair completely. And they and they did a long time ago, basically. Um but yet Joe Manchin, um, he's one of these. And I like um, on the Captain's America, we hear from Mike in Clearwater uh, on a regular basis. And he has a great term that I, I like. He calls it the reasonable Democrats. Well, Joe, Joe Manchin is obviously one of those Democrats uh, overall. And so I'm glad he's throwing up an obstacle. I'm glad that these kinds of things are out there because... Again, the only way we're really going to get stuff done, obviously, is with some kind of bipartisan effort on stuff that we can all agree on and stuff that really actually needs to be fixed. 
And if we do that, we have a real good chance of, um, of uh, turning around a lot of these kinds of things. Uh, but uh, people, what they see on display, they don't see uh, President Biden trying to unify at all. Uh, whatever the powers that be, I think they want something maybe maybe very different. Well, folks, uh, let's uh, quickly uh, turn to uh, my appearance from earlier this morning on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program, as is our Friday slash weekend edition tradition. Without further ado, take it away, Captain. Okay, we're going to start tonight with uh, LeBron James. Now, he's known as King James, right? Yes, I believe so, yeah. But he's really bit off more than he can chew this time. He literally uh, has gone nuts over Maxine Waters uh, and the comments that she made uh, talking about inciting the violence, you know, inciting violence and this, that, and the other. And LeBron has been slam dunked by some of his own people on his side of the fence, as well as our people, uh, accused of inciting violence in the Your Next tweet targeting the police officer that shot the 15-year-old girl uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Now, have you seen that video? I, I have, yes. Have you watched it more than once? Yes. And it's obvious that that girl, she was a big, big girl for 15 years old. She outmuscled the other girl that was in the pink. She had a knife up in the air and was getting ready to stab that young lady. It looked like right in the heart. It, it did, and it's a horrifying video to watch. Um, it, I can't imagine how, how scary it must have been for the, the person who was the intended victim, obviously. Um, but, uh, but again, Captain, the police came up to this situation, um, and uh, this, was, uh, this person who was dressed in the pink... Uh, 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 had the, already stabbed video. somebody. Well, that's right. But but this person was in imminent danger of being mortally wounded. For all we know, so this is a uh, this was a split second decision. But the police were called. In fact, if you hear the nine one one call, it's obvious that the person making the call is saying, "We need an officer here now." In fact, I think that's a direct quote. Uh, they they knew something was wrong. This person was not going to be, was not calming down at all. Well, there was a reporter at the press conference where the police chief was asked, "Why didn't our Why didn't the police officer just shoot this uh, girl in the leg? Uh, now, or the arm or leg rather? Problem with that is when you've got the arm up in the air and the motion is going down, you're not going to stop them. Well, no, and in fact, I'm I'm surprised they would ask such a such a thing. And we know Joe Biden had recommended, you know, quote, shoot him in the leg, unquote. Um, but, Captain, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that the training is, in this kind of situation, this is a life-or-death situation, the training is to shoot for a center mass because you're trying to stop someone from doing something That's very bad to somebody else. That's correct. Yeah. And and everything was done exactly the way it was supposed to be, and I don't care if you're going to get mad at me saying, well, there's no excuse to ever have to shoot to kill anybody. Well, this was an excuse because this woman, the, well, woman, I'm sorry, this 15-year-old girl who was twice the size of the other girl was going to stab her. It looked like right square in the chest or in the heart area. Now, the other stupid thing is, for you fools that are up there at Ohio State University, and I'll call it, I'll call it what it is, the Ohio State University, a bunch of students in the student union demanded the university cuts ties with the Columbus police after this shooting. Are you kidding me? 
Well, again, I mean, this is, uh, uh, you know, evidently making this kind of demand without having all the facts. I mean, the police officer saved the life of the intended victim. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's why we have law enforcement. Because I'll tell you this, the people that were involved in this altercation, they they were not able to get this under control. And uh, and and with not trying to be funny in any way, shape, or form, you could not have sent some uh, a quote unquote social worker with a clipboard into that situation because you would have had unfortunately a lot of uh, injury or more loss of life. It's that's just the way that it is. And um, unfortunately, it's a terrible situation. Nobody wants this kind of situation. But the police officer, at least what we see on this video, acted appropriately. Right. Now, the other thing that happened was the Justice Department yesterday uh, and our attorney general announced there would be a probe of the Minneapolis Police Department after the conviction of uh, Mr. Chauvin. Uh, Obviously, they think that uh, there's a lot of things that have gone on wrong there with the training that was uh, uh, given to these officers. And they want to make sure that what happened to George Floyd never happens to anybody ever again. All right, here we go. Coming back with more to Captain's America Third Watch. Kathy, take us to break. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch. Heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Overnight, Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. You're listening to Kyle Warren. This is Chicago-style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh. Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Hey, John, I just heard you got a new computer. Congratulations. Thanks. It's the coolest thing. What will you do with your old computer? I don't know. I guess I'll just throw it away. Well, my company just bought new computers, and we decided to donate the old PCs to a place that gives them to local schools. You could do something like that. Seriously, who would want a three-year-old computer? Hey, it might be great for someone else. Computers can be refurbished and reused instead of ending up in the trash. By passing it on, you can help the community and the environment. If you're replacing your company's IT equipment or you're finished using your personal computer, pass it on to a local organization that accepts computers. To learn more, log on to epa.gov slash pass it on. This message was brought to you by EPA, Dell, Intel, HP, NEC, Philips, and this radio station on behalf of EPA's Plug-In to E-Cycling Partnership. EPA does not endorse any commercial services or products of these groups. For information on all partners, log on to epa.gov slash plug-in. Have you saved a life today? We organize a blood drive at our school. My blood type is O. They really need that. Have you saved a life today? I have cancer, but I make sure all my friends know how important it is to give blood. My blood helps heart patients or accident victims. Have you saved a life today? No, but today, someone's blood saved my son. The American Red Cross. Call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. 
Hi, folks. This is Kyle Warren. I'd like to hear from you about the things we're talking about on the program. Go to kylewarrenshow.com, click on Send Kyle a Message, or send it to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash kylewarrenshow. You're listening to Kyle Warren. And welcome back, everybody. Kyle Warren with you. Welcome back as we continue racing through, rocketing through the Friday slash weekend edition. And maybe a little rain uh, coming to uh, Southern California, perhaps uh, before we get into uh, into Monday. And uh, then it's going to heat up and it's going to be 80s and I think 90s, at least out in the desert. And so uh, big changes coming, coming our way in a very short period of time. Okay, folks, let's get right back to my appearance from earlier this morning on the Captain's America Third Watch radio program. Take it away, Captain. This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics, and you're listening to the fastest growing overnight radio program in America, The Captain's America. Third Watch with host Captain Matt Bruce. Call us now at 1-877-969-8600. Take it away, Captain. Well, I think I will take it away, Mr. Announcer Guy. And by the way, (laughs) this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Relief Factor. Now, Relief Factor is part of my integrated health plan. I take it every day. I took a packet when I woke up today to uh, alleviate the swelling in my ankle and uh, left foot, which was uh, throbbing a little bit. Uh, Every now and then, I I don't have it elevated quite the way I should be, and uh, it winds up swelling on its own because it's not elevated, and that's what happens. But anyway, um, I took it, and it worked. That was that. And I took a follow-up here about midnight, which I do every night because I have to sit here for a long period of time to do my show. But what's in it that works for me is the combination of ingredients, turmeric, resveratrol, icarin, and omega-3, which helps to support the body's natural response to inflammation. And that's uh, my main problem besides the pain that comes with it. And it will also go to the source of the pain and lower or even eliminate the pain altogether. Now, people that have arthritis swear by this. The same with bursitis. And uh, if you've got minor aches and pains from daily events, people take this, like after a sporting event and whatnot. I've actually talked to a couple of athletes that took this because, you know, their body was just raked from being pounded, 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 doing whatever it was they were doing. Now, it is 100% drug-free. It is a 100% botanical and fish oil product. It supports a healthy response to inflammation and decreases the discomfort you're in. Comes in great little individual packets. And for nineteen ninety five, you get the three-week quick start to, to start it out. And I'm telling you, if you take it the way it says to take it, you'll find out it's going to work for you. Tens of thousands of people have bought it, and they're very, very happy right now. Now, you can go to the website they gave me which is relieffactor.com slash captain, relieffactor.com slash captain, and order the three-week quick start. And you'll be in like friend, and away you go, and you'll find out what I found out. And after all, all you got to lose is pain. Relieffactor.com slash captain. All right, back to Kyle Warner, professor of politics. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Captain. Now, uh, <clears throat> before we move on to something out there in your neck of the woods in California, uh, several Dems, now are upset 
with the way Pelosi handled the Maxine Waters' comments about Chauvin and uh, going up there to Minnesota and trying to uh, indirectly incite a riot. And uh, they had a vote yesterday on censure uh, of her. Uh, Kevin McCarthy brought it up, and the Democrats blocked it and wouldn't even let it uh, go through the committee. Well, of course. And the reason, the simple reason for that, Captain, is that uh, Maxine Waters is a Democrat, and uh, so is uh, Nancy Pelosi, and uh, there's there's just nothing going to be done about what the horrible incendiary remarks that Maxine Waters made. Yeah, and uh, remember, President Bush, uh, President Bush, President Trump was uh, impeached for comments less uh, incitive than what Waters did. And uh, tell me that's not a double standard. Well, that is. Of course it's a double standard. And I think the uh, uh, what Maxine Waters was talking about was very clear. Look, you, the, you're either going to deliver the verdict that, that we want, um, and uh, again, verdicts need to be based on evidence. That's how our system works. But in this case, if you're if you're going to try to uh, give the message that if we don't hear the verdict that we want to hear, a particular group uh, or a particular interest group, well, then guess what's going to happen? You know, bad stuff is going to happen, basically. And that's that's not how our that's a, one of the most un-American things that you could ever say. Now, you live in Southern California. Yes. But, but yesterday in Northern California, in particular, San Leandro, California. Now, where is that? Okay, San Leandro is up near Oakland. It's actually just east of the Oakland International Airport, um, uh, if you're coming down uh, uh, Highway 185 or Highway 880. Okay. Yesterday afternoon, the police chief in San Leandro, California, came out and warned the residents to shelter in place inside for the next several days because they had uh, intelligence that there was going to be some major disturbances in San Leandro, California, uh, over the next couple of days or so. Well, that's exactly right. And what they're focusing on right now is a place called Bayfair uh, Bay Center. It's a shopping mall. Um, their um, intelligence reported that uh, certain bad actors, as they called them, basically, uh, were planning. Not the, In other words, they knew that there might be demonstrations. They knew there might be some kind of protest. But they also had information that said that there were, uh, there were these bad actors who were coming in to plan criminal activity. So you're right. They've asked the people there to shelter in place. Um, and, of course, there'll be more communications forthcoming. But this sounds like a very, very serious situation, Captain. Now, who is this? Did they say BLM, Antifa, who? I have not heard them say a particular group name. Um, but, uh, obviously, these are people that I think have also been on their radar, um, uh, you know, uh, before as well. Because in uh, looking back to some of the things in San Leandro, it looks like they've had uh, some issues uh, similar to this in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, just when you didn't think there'd be any more problems with the vaccines, we have got a COVID black market going on right now in Mexico and in Poland. And what it is, is Pfizer has confirmed the counterfeit vaccines that are now up for sale at some ridiculously cheap price in Mexico or Poland. So be very careful. Anybody just slipping across the border saying, well, you know, I can go down there and I can get my va- my vaccine and get it right away and it only costs me $5. 
Well, that's exactly right. Um, I, I think there was there was a movie that had Sean Connery in it years ago. I'll try to think of the name of it, but he had a great line. He said, "When something looks too good to be true, it probably is," and that's that's exactly what this is. And that's precisely, Captain, why I think um, you know, for example. Uh, to get your COVID shot, I think in, in many cases you can go through your insurance company. Uh, they uh, well, it's free uh, in the United it's States. Free. It's it's free, but somebody, in other words, somebody I think it's billed back for it through the federal government. The insurance companies, insurance. exactly. But in other words, there's a legitimate process to get your vaccine, and if you go outside of that legitimate process, seeing that it looks fishy to begin with, um, then you're probably not going to get a legitimate vaccine. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, did you see the meeting uh, picture yesterday of Marjorie Taylor Greene and AOC? I did not see that picture, no. They ran into somewhere face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, and Marjorie Taylor Greene posted a photo of meeting with AOC, and she said, I'm glad I ran into you. Huh, interesting. Neither one can stand the other. Well, sure, sure. Well, and then AOC made some uh, comments about how the verdict was not justice uh, for Chauvin uh, uh, in the Chauvin trial, yeah. uh, this kind of stuff. And it's interesting, Captain, it's the idea of not taking yes for an answer, uh, that somehow this is still all bad, when in reality, I think people I've talked to, uh, you know, they, they see this as the completion of the, uh, at least for now, there will probably likely be an appeal, but, uh, but to say the kinds of things that some of these Democrats are saying is really quite shocking. And remember, we uh, talked about Kamala Harris was going to go have a meeting with Guatemala and Honduras? Yeah. Is she supposed to go there Monday or something? Oh, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait till you hear this one. Mm-hmm. Here's the here's this story that just came in. Vice President Kamala Harris sets a virtual meeting with Guatemalan president next week regarding migrant crisis. Virtual meeting? That means she's not going anywhere except in front of her computer. Uh, I think you're right. She's zooming to uh, to the to the meeting, I guess. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, um, and again, well, see, here's the thing too. If she, is she is she in charge of anything to do with the border? Supposedly. Stuff? Yeah, but we're not hearing really about that. I mean, this is going to be put out there that she's doing some some big thing, but but um, uh, but the proof's in the pudding, and and certainly when you lead, um, you know, you, you might want to like go down to the border and at least see what's going on. Where's Caitlyn Jenner when you need him? <laughs> well, yeah, you notice I said him. Well, but Caitlyn might be running for governor. I mean, this is where that's we're, what hearing, we're, here. that's what we're hearing, hearing stuff about that, you know. And uh, I don't know. I, I think Caitlyn Jenner could probably do a darn better job than what we have right now. <laughs> I wouldn't want to find out. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's that's where we're at here, I think, uh, in California. You got, you're going to have all the weirdos and wackos coming out. Well, well, you know, it's it's the this is going to be a, a real big watershed, uh, and maybe a predictor for how we see twenty twenty two going, perhaps. Yeah. By the way, when we come back, we're going to talk about my governor here in Florida, <clears throat> Florida Governor Ron Santis, who just got himself sued over the newly signed anti riot law. You knew it was coming, but wait till you hear who sued him. <laughs> oh boy, good luck to those people. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. 
All right. Thank you so much, Captain Matt Bruce. Always a pleasure, folks. Thanks for listening. We will see you on the radio tonight and right back here next time. Until then, everybody out there around the globe. You're listening to Kyle Warren. Take care out there.